Welcome to Reset Radio, brought to you by the ARCC, live on Planet FM. Stay tuned for current Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Reset Radio show. Let's have a music break and uh, we'll come back. Enjoy your music, guys. That awful sound, bang, bang, my baby shot me down. When I grew up, I called him mine He would always laugh and say Remember when we used to play Bang, bang, I shot you down Bang, bang, you hit the ground Bang, bang, that awful sound Bang, bang, I used to shoot you down Now he's gone, I don't know why Until this day I sometimes cry He didn't even say goodbye He didn't take the time to lie Bang, bang, he shot me down Bang, bang, I hit the ground Bang, bang, that awful sound Bang, bang, my baby shot me down This is Asif Rajputpati, and you're listening to Reset Radio. You're here with me, Mariana, Juliana, Mushtaq Hussain, Haji Miraga Sarwari. Welcome to Reset Radio, and uh, we have some exciting guests and uh, their stories here with us. And uh, welcome back, Juliana and Mariana. I hope uh, <laughs> the vacation you've done well. And we have Mushtaq from um, Pakistan oh. and Mr. Haji from uh, originally from Afghanistan. And we're going to come back to them uh, before uh, I've got some uh, news for you guys. And it's very exciting news that uh, we have from July uh, 2021. Immigration New Zealand is going to start taking uh, 100 refugees every six weeks. So before, because of the COVID, the um, intake has been very restricted to few families. But that's a good news because now uh, immigration announced that from July 2020, I think we're just one month away from July and 100 uh, individuals are going to be resettled in New Zealand. So New Zealand's annual refugee quota, uh, which increased in July 2020 to 1,500 places, because the quota has not been met uh, because of the global pandemic of COVID-19 we have. And now New Zealand immigration is planning to <clears throat> resettle 750 to 1,000 individuals 
in New Zealand under Refugee Quota Program in 2021 and 2022. The program was due to resettle 1,500 individuals during 2021 and 2022, but due to COVID-19, this number will not be reached. And uh, since World War II, New Zealand has resettled 35,000 refugees, which is a huge number for a small countries uh, like uh, New Zealand. The refugee co- quota is decided by New Zealand government every three years. The composition of refugee quota is agreed to annual Minister of Immigration and Minister of Foreign Affairs. So we're going to uh, come back and uh, talk more about the announcement uh, that uh, uh, Jacinda made. So there's also some good news for the migrant community as well. So about 300 RSE workers every month from June with a total of 2,400 arriving by 2022, which is a big number for migrant community. And uh, 400 international students will be arriving in June out of 1,000 previously announced for the start of the semester to uh, over Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern advised that roughly 300 specialized construction workers will be able to enter MIQ as well. We're going to go on a short break and uh, we will have a, a nice Bollywood song ready for you guys. It's Chale Ana, um, the movie from De De Piarde, and we'll catch you guys back in a moment. Enjoy the music, guys. Just 
This is Asif Rajput Bhatti and you're listening to Reset Radio brought to you by Planet FM and ARCC. Here with me, Mariana, Juliana, Mushtaq Hussain, Haji Bilal Welcome guys. Uh, today we will have a jam-packed show because we have so wonderful people here with us. And uh, with an exciting news that I've shared from July 2021, uh, New Zealand immigration is going to start taking over one, not over, around 100 uh, individuals, which is a really great relief for all the refugee community all over the world. Uh, I wish them best of luck and I hope to see these guys here sooner than later. And uh, today we have uh, uh, two amazing guest here with us um, the first guest is uh, mr haji mirak sarwari um, vice chair of arcc wonderful community member always helping out the community and whenever i'm in the office the most visit i've, I've got from mr haji very amazing human being always in the community finding people who are in need of help and uh, <clears throat> Without further ado, Mr. Haji. How are you, Mr. Haji? Good, thank you. <laughs> so how was your week? Oh, it was very good. Thank <laughs> very you good. so much. First, uh, I want to say thank you for having me as on your program. No, no, no. The pleasure is all mine. And thank mm. you very much, so much for your busy schedule. I know you, you're very busy helping the community. And thank you very much for coming here again. You're welcome. And the next uh, um, guest, uh, special guest we have uh, is a uh, uh, um, <coughs> forced migrant as well. And uh, uh, he's uh, originally from uh, Pakistan. His name is Mr. Uh, Mushtaq Hussain. He's currently studying uh, uh, film 
Yeah. <laughs> I can uh, film program. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> what the name of the program. But uh, we are here with with <clears throat> Mr. Uh, Mushtaq, and uh, this person has a very very amazing story and how you know he overcame um, difficulty and uh, you're gonna love his story you know like uh, how he, he became refugees the journey that he had and then becoming a new zealander and helping out the community the most important part is so uh, welcome uh, mr mishtag and thank you again for coming to our show how are you how was your week for the first all assalamu alaikum sasri akal namaste good evening hope you all are well and good yeah um my weekend is good and everything is well as um as if you mention about my uh, skills um actually i'm in this field almost like 15 years mm. and i was a filmmaker in pakistan mm. and i work with the many channels news channels and then um, because of the situation i left my country go to indonesia yeah yeah and from indonesia i go by boat to australia mm-hmm. and the boat was snaking and oh. we are ruined all of in the water insane and yeah there was 45 people and then after 3 days we are 3 days mm. in the ocean and after 3 days the australian navy come and they rescue us and then mm. they give us a medical aid and mm-hmm. send back to mm-hmm. indonesia Okay that's a very struggle that I, I think nobody that ever imagine going through the struggle that you made trouble from your country running to seek True. refugee in another country and facing a lot of challenges over there and overcoming all those challenges and you are here with us who who thought that <laughs> all the viewers uh, listeners that are listening and um, we we have a absolutely pleasure to be with Thank you guys and um, i've got f- a few question here for you i think you will be ready for that sure <laughs> so the first question that i look to ask and especially our viewers and listeners that want to listen when did you become new zealander and how did you become a new zealander mm, actually i was in indonesia and um I have a contact with one of the Australian uh, Firefax media reporter mm-hmm. and that guy he make uh, contact me with the guy from New Zealand he's his name is uh, Tony Wall he right. also a news reporter mm-hmm. and he write my story and then uh, meet with the ministers here right. and the minister says that so at that time you were in Indonesia or I, I was in the prison in almost 6 okay. years I was okay, in the prison years. yes right. and uh, the minister says that if we have a government labor parties mm-hmm. actually he was asking from labor mm-hmm. party and that time uh, it was national who were oh yes that was a john key oh, no sorry bill english on that time i came in yeah and then they said if we have a government and we can accept the refugees as much as we can right and uh, well i get resettlement in 2017 mm-hmm. um was it from america but i tell to the So your file was transferred to America. Yeah, I'm, and I tell to the case officer that look, I'm run away from my country uh-huh. and I don't want to go like again in trouble. Okay. So I want a peaceful country. Right. And then she said, okay, I will try my best. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I um, it was um, I think in October 2017 October, okay. and she contacted me in January 2018. Okay. And she said that you had like. you have been accepted by new zealand wow. and, and was very amazing <laughs> yeah and i think in january 2018 was i think first couple of months of labor party 
when, yes. when it, it came here because I think in December or November was the end of National Party at that time. They are already elected. So yeah. they fulfilled your promise. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, you know, I get my visa and I get my tickets mm-hmm. and I came to New Zealand. I went to the Mangri and Adelaide. Okay. Yeah. And uh, when did, did you arrive in New Zealand and what did you like about New Zealand? Oh, I'm actually arrived in New Zealand in 2018, okay. 28th June. 28th of June, okay. And, and when I saw the environment of New Zealand, make me very happy. Why? It's similar to my village. Okay. There's no <laughs> difference between my village. The only difference is like people. And, and what was your village name? Very ah, it's, near, it's almost, it's close to Afghanistan okay. border area uh, mm-hmm. called Parachinar. Parachinar. Oh, I, I heard stories about that yeah. the ferries landed on the, um, you know, the, on the lakes and the river. Yes, lots of <laughs> highest mountains there. Yeah. Um, when I see that, um, oh, I, I feel that I'm arrived in you're, my own village. You're arrived in your own home. Yes, <laughs> and I feel safe and I feel mm. peaceful. It's a very good people here in New Zealand. Mm. They are very good. Yes. Honestly, you know, I travel many countries, but I didn't see people like New Zealand. Like New Zealand, yeah. So that was my, like, when I come here, and I, I'm, I always think that, you know, I will be a good New Zealander. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we're going to come back to you again. And we have uh, another <coughs> guest here, Mr. Haji Mirak Sarwari. As uh, yeah, we have introduced him earlier, he's uh, one of the board member and the vice chair of ARCC. And also a very loving human being and always, you know, serving the community. And I've got some same question because I'm very eager to, because I've been meeting him for a long time, but I never get the chance you know to uh, hear about his yeah. story so uh, um, my same question is for you when did you become a new zealander and how mr hadi okay mm, thank you so much mm, for your guys to give me that uh, opportunity to come and mm, discuss and talk about mm. <laughs> who am i Uh, actually, I was come in 1990 to New Zealand. Mm, around 31 years ago. Yeah, 31 years ago. Oh, a long time. Uh, ago. <laughs> you must uh, be a very young man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That uh, time was, uh, I was on your age. <laughs> right. And actually, the reason why I come to New Zealand, because my country, Afghanistan, you guys know that since... this 40 years is fighting mm-hmm. yeah and i lost Very my sad, brother in the war yeah. and few other friend neighbor and mm-hmm. yeah and there was two options for me take gun go fight yeah. and or leave the country mm-hmm. but uh, you decided to save your <laughs> family yeah absolutely yeah. because i'm not fighter person yes Just, yes you're a very peaceful uh, person i come new zealand Uh, I come first to Pakistan, sorry, uh-huh. I was refugee there, and then... How long did you stay? Uh, I was uh, uh, two years. Two years I in Pakistan. I was there in Pakistan, uh-huh. very kind people, uh-huh. good people, uh-huh. yes. And then my cousin was, uh, used to, he was come to New Zealand, uh-huh. and uh, when he talked with me by phone, and uh-huh. then they, he said, you want to come to New Zealand? Okay. And I said, okay, and he was trying, he helped me, I uh-huh. appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Right. And, uh, was it easier to get the visa? Yeah, <laughs> they uh-huh. p- finished all the paperwork, the uh-huh. things, and I came to New Zealand. Amazing. And that time was, 
when you arrived in new zealand then the structure it, of uh, you know the refugees is not yes, the same as it is today <laughs> yeah special you know for three that time was three years after three years was allowed for you to apply for citizenship. new zealand citizenship yes. now is i think five, five years, years yeah. or something <laughs> and after three years Uh, I apply for so my when, citizen. When you, uh, so after three years, yes. so when did you become a permanent resident? Uh, uh, when I came to New Zealand, yes. just uh, just uh, not long, I think it was just few months. A few months. Yeah, so so yeah. you become a New Zealander when you become a permanent resident. Yes, Don't yes. say when you receive the citizenship. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the time when I, I yes. Yeah. If you are when a permanent the, resident, yes, you when are the a government, New Zealander. Yeah. Yes, sorry. Yeah, the government, when put the perma, uh, permanent uh, residence yes. stamp, yeah. start from that time, yeah. you should, you know, after three years, mm-hmm. apply for, apply for citizen. citizenship. Yeah. Citizenship is a different matter but oh, you yeah. are a proud New Zealander and we are really proud of yes, you. Yes, yes, I am New Zealander. And when you arrived to New Zealand, uh, what did you like about New Zealand? To be honest with you, I like uh, everything about New uh, New Zealand, mm-hmm. mostly the New Zealand people and the uh, culture is uh, like that. So rich. <laughs> Everyone, you know, is yeah. very friendly and, uh, you know, respect one another yeah especially in new zealand we are in a yes. multicultural country yeah, that uh, if you want to become a new zealand and you want to be involved in in new zealand's culture the best thing you need to do is to involve in your own community and you know evolve in your own community you are a new zealander <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. The, you know the, uh, yeah. the the very nice thing about and, new zealand uh, also this um Excellent uh, education system and yeah, good quality culture. of life. It's a you know beautiful yeah. country. Health, health system is very, of, very good. Yeah, beautiful place. There is you know yeah. nothing that I, I don't like about New Zealand. There is some, there must be something. <laughs> yeah, New Zealand. <laughs> okay, guys, we're gonna come back to that. Yeah. And And before we can go, we're going to hear um, a very nice song, Katy Perry's Bon Appetit. I used to listen when I was in Thailand, and I really love this song. Okay, guys, enjoy.
Listening to Reset Radio brought to you by ARCC on Planet FM 104.6. And um, I am Mariana, and here in the studio we have Juliana, Mushtag, Nasef Ahmed, Haji. And uh, we have been talking about um, a very interesting topic. We have discussed uh, the stories of how pe- we became New Zealanders and got permanent residence and the struggles that we went through. So, I actually wanted to ask um, a few questions as well. And um, the first question that I have for Haji is what challenges you have faced in your process of becoming a New Zealander? Uh, you know, actually for everyone, the beginning when they come to another country is uh, language is very important. That time my English was very poor. And the second you know just uh, the beginning I was trying to learn English um, then I was adjusted to the culture there are not many people from Afghanistan just there was three family or four family it would be very difficult for oh, you yeah. to get around because the community I think would not be very well organized at that time 
or, or is the same <laughs> uh, when when you came was the community well well organized afghani community when you came absolutely the time we was just four family four family yes okay. <laughs> and uh, there was no afghani community okay. and there was just two three uh, family from pakistan and mm-hmm. from iran or from russia or from other country just uh, day by day those people come you know now alhamdulillah we are very big very rich in, community in yeah. community <laughs> yeah. yeah and yeah now as much much better <laughs> and that time was really tough time very tough time especially for me but you know i was fight with that yeah um first i was learn a little bit language and then i was try to get new zealand license to mm-hmm. find job in that kind of things and then i find job and also i was very busy with my kids yeah <laughs> because they was start from kindergarten in new zealand and so your uh, kid was back then and was in kindergarten yeah and uh, also i was help my wife as well you know mm-hmm. actually it was tough time yes tough time yeah but i think the good thing about uh, the struggles that we have done whenever we look back we only remember the good things about the struggle and sometimes even we miss those time you know uh, absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely you're right yeah, you must miss your kid they were very little going yes, around and around. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and also you know our culture in Uh, in Afghanistan hmm. we live with father and mother for you know when I when we get married also you stay with your parents stay with friends you know yeah. like team yes when you leave those team yeah. and for the first time is very shock very painful yes, yes. you know exactly. yeah. Uh, yeah. about the culture about you know mother family and things yeah. Yeah, yeah like i think uh, where we come from especially pakistan uh, new zealand and especially the other culture as well uh, the grandfather is the head in charge of the family we call it kumba yeah, yeah. <laughs> in charge of the kumba yeah. and uh, without uh, his uh, permission uh, no nothing can be done absolutely and and some people might find it funny in new zealand that they, they think that they, you guys would not have any independence but that is not true we always you know come together and talk with our father and say we give respect to the elders right and uh, the good thing about that is if anything goes wrong the f- the grandfather or the father of the in charge of the family is going to take care of it and all the family is going to come together like like in new zealand we have insurances if yeah. something bad happened but in our culture the family is over insurance yes and yeah. if ever anything bad happened the community is going to come together and go, all the community is going to fix that something you know the bad is happening yeah. that's very good thing that i, I still miss about you know yeah. our country those things uh, was a little bit difficult and yeah. also i'm pressured of the family his name is mr samadi is mm. passed away oh. you know just mm. families yeah i'm pressured of them this family was helped me a lot you know just uh, uh, yes Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, and also, I wanted to ask uh, Hussan the same question: What challenges have you faced in the process of becoming New Zealander? <coughs> mm, 
if you go anywhere in the world even you live in your own country you will face challenges yeah, it's definitely. not about like you know just new zealand of course and new zealand i you know i faced some challenges like um before i coming my english was not good mm. and you know i'm like i don't have a friends and i was i feel shy to meet with the people so that was a big problem for me and slowly slowly i was mature with the environment and with the people like you know for the first one year was very hard for me to find a house so a little bit difficult but the rest of the thing was awesome mm. that's really great yeah well um when we moved to new zealand i was 12 so <laughs> i was just a kid and i had no idea what was going on the the most challenging thing was probably be the language and i found it hard to fit in with the other kids because we were quite different just culture wise and language and we just didn't quite understand anything so for the first year and a half it was really hard to just make friends and talk yeah. to people but yeah slowly over time get comfortable with the language get used to the new culture and and how did you how did you manage to learn english very fast <laughs> um honestly i have no idea because i never actually sat down and learned the language like okay. i've never memorized any words and i've all like just kind of talking to people and learning it from school just picked it up and that is quite was. annoying because <laughs> i actually did sit down <laughs> and i did learn english like actually like learning all the words and spelling and reading she didn't do anything <laughs> but we learned it at practically the same time yeah well in pakistan we say that uh, you can only learn anything in just two ways either you enjoy or passionate about something yeah or you either you have a necessity to do it yeah there is no third other way <laughs> myself like i you know i was learning from uh, from facebook i make a friends in australia in america canada yeah. lots of friends so i just talk to them and like like that oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. cuz you don't really have a choice you just kind of dropped into the environment with yeah. a new whole as new different language and different culture so you have to learn it you have to yeah, understand exactly. it you, otherwise you won't be able to live and communicate with people yeah, that like, live in it like i spent 5 4 and a half year 5 years in thailand and i barely sp- speak the language <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, uh, you know uh, they speak uh, thai language and very little people in thailand speak english which is <laughs> you know thailand is one of the uh, those countries where you know the tourists and visitors come from all over the world which is in 2013 thailand was the number one tourist place in the world and when i also went there in 2013 and uh, when i went there and it was very surprising for me you know to find out that very little people speak uh english over there coming back to juliana how old were you when you came to the country um i think i was 10 i was turning 11 mm-hmm. yeah um i started i was supposed to because of my language i was supposed to do year 5 in primary mm-hmm. but um they decided to let me finish off year 6 and that was so challenging because i didn't know anything mm-hmm. and just a simple like hello how are you would sound like absolute gibberish to me you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah it was very scary but then um i went to intermediate and i got put into esol mm-hmm. which is just like another you get time Language. off school yeah. in school to learn english and um yeah 
Yeah, and uh, I guess Mariana has some more questions for Mr. Haji. <laughs> Yeah, so I think we have, um, the stories that yes. we are hearing from all of those uh, nice, uh, you know, forced migrant and uh, New Zealanders are very heart touching, and it reminds me of my time. And I'm not going to take more time from you, Mariana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fine. So, so mm-hmm. my other question is: um, What message would you give to some other people who are coming as refugees, new arrivals? Uh, forced migrants, sorry. Oh, yeah, it's a good question. First, those people is very lucky. You know, they are very, very lucky to be in New Zealand. Hmm. New Zealand is peaceful and beautiful country with friendly people. There are a lot of support service. Mm-hmm. Out the, from the government, you know, and community, from everyone, especially f- for the people who have uh, been, you know, forced to leave their home. The people are very understanding huh. and, uh, you know, care about on another. There are a lot of opportunities for education mm-hmm. and building a good future. So if you want to give one particular message to the new residents that are coming to the country, what would that be? Just one particular one, message in that uh, moment. For the, me... The, education, I, the yeah. education is very, very important, mm-hmm. especially for those people when coming to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Learn English okay. and education. It's very, very, very important. That is, that is true. Yeah. That is very true. All right, and I think Mariana got some other cool questions from Mr. Hossein as well. Yeah. So, um, just in terms of message, like the message that you would give to new arrivals, and also the message that you would give to local Kiwis. Okay. Mm, actually, my own words. I'm mm-hmm. a lyrics writer as well. Mm-hmm. So I call New Zealand the land of love okay that yes. is right new zealand true. is the land of love <laughs> peace and honesty yeah. lot of good people here hmm. um i'm just giving message to the new arrivals that hmm. uh, do not worry about anything okay why because once you jump into the ocean you have to swim to save yourself well that yes. is a very deep message <laughs> yes so new zealand is a peaceful country from where you come Mm-hmm. It's a very good place. You are coming in heaven, yes, which is, is in the world now. So really, you want to see the heaven, that's New Zealand. Wow. And s- most of people, they're asking me questions and different questions. So I just tell them that you have to, the the time you have now in refugees camp, you have to spend with, to learning English, to learn any skill, which you will bring here, and then you will use it for yourself to make money or to support yourself. And for the Kiwis, mm, yeah. I will just say that to the Kiwis, please uh, meet with the refugees. And they are very good. You mm-hmm. can listen to them and you will get experience from them because they are coming from the war zone. They are coming from the limbo and prisons. Mm. And you can, they when they will share their uh, thoughts and then feelings with their you, stories, so yeah. you will 
because most of now i see that in new zealand also the suicide rating is yes. going up yes going so up. why because people losing hope hmm. so health, yes mental health so for that if you want to save yourself from mental health and you want to keep your hope then you have to Uh, meet with refugees like you know you can go and talk to them listen to them when you listen their stories then you will forget about your own problems yeah that is true yes okay guys we're gonna go on a very quick music break and we'll listen this amazing track by cardi b and dj snake taki taki enjoy the track guys Y 
enséñame ese pasito que no sé. Un besito bien suavecito, bebé. Taqui, 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 rumba. Hello, welcome back. You are listening to Planet FM, brought to you by ARCC on Planet FM 104.6. And we are back with the topic of how we became New Zealanders and the struggles and the stories that we've told. And here in the studio with us we have um, Mariana, Haji, Juliana, Mushtaq, Asif Ahmad. Thank you. And um, I actually have another interesting question. It has something to do with ARCC. I was wondering when you started working with ARCC and how it... Oh, thank you. Mm, uh, before when I started work with uh, ARCC, I was uh, work with uh, Red Cross and... Uh, just uh, um, with the resettlement of uh, families and uh, I was busy with uh, them and then they was when they asked me about the driving they say uh-huh. can you help the uh, migrant uh, people to learn yeah. I say yes and then They was introduced to uh, Mr. Aban, mm-hmm. and when I come to ERCC, and I start work with uh, Mr. Aban to... Um, What year was it? Uh, that was uh, three years ago, actually. Three years ago? Three okay. years not ago. a long time ago. Yeah, not <laughs> a long... Used to, I was involved with Afghani community, mm-hmm. and also myself, start from the time when I come to New Zealand. So within After, three years, you yes. become a wise chair. Wow, that's a wonderful feat. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when I find the way start to uh, help the uh, immigrant people when was uh-huh. come to New Zealand, you know, especially uh, my um, job was to uh, show mm-hmm. them how they go for shopping and find GP, family yeah. doctor, 
and, and, and enroll on the school. We were working as a volunteer. Yes, all all time I worked volunteer. Well it was I was loved that. There is so much time that you have invested in the community. Oh yeah. When I was come to ARCC the, three years ago, and we, um, I was started driving uh, with the immigrant, uh, and I was take them, and they got on uh, New Zealand last night. I think this is a very important stuff that you have done. And uh, if anybody could ask me that, what message should I give to the new resident that are coming in? That would definitely be learn how to drive in New Zealand, because uh, unfortunately, uh, the New Zealand public uh, uh, transport is not uh, as uh, useful as it's in other countries. Yeah. So if I think everyone has at least one car in, in their home, not two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think learning to drive, and especially like when you arrive to the country, uh, you need to board a lot of stuff. Yep. Especially like groceries, you're, you're doing every week, and if you're living far away from the bus stop, you cannot afford a taxi, yep. and you certainly cannot carry all the grocery with you by hand. So I think driving is the most, you know, Absolutely. amazing thing. As also, it empowers them as well. You know, like most of the jobs you cannot do without, you know, having a driver's <laughs> yeah. license. I'm um, learning to drive right now, and oh, it's so stressful. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I bet once you've learned, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) And, uh, you know, now uh, around 24... Mm-hmm. Other communities under umbrella of ERCC. Wow, it's twenty four already. Yes, communities, uh, yeah, under the umbrella of the things, and mm-hmm. they provide support, service to this community, including, you know, Afghan funeral service. Mm-hmm. We are the 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 first Afghani people make these things. Uh, to what kind of services uh, that yes. you guys offer? Yeah, about, I mean, the funeral service, if someone pass away or mm-hmm. thanks, and our organization mm-hmm. is here, uh, ready help to them. help them about all those and things. Does it have to be only of funny community people or any community can uh, ask for help? Very good question. At the moment, just we... Uh, help the Afghani community, Afghani community but any community if need help mm-hmm. uh, I'm ready to help those people uh, I want to tell you one thing mm-hmm. if any community uh, you know deal with council mm-hmm. the cost is very cheap okay. otherwise um, when someone pass away from family member mm-hmm. and you need to spend a lot of money yeah. but now uh, we got this uh, organization. Mm-hmm. We help those people. And who's the chairman of this organization? Oh, the chairman is uh, Professor uh, Sahidat Suran, mm-hmm. and also I'm help him. Mm-hmm. And what is your role in that? Uh, My role? Organization, yes. I'm the uh, finance manager. Finance manager. Okay. Yeah, and at the moment. We help those people as How well. How many people you've helped already? At the moment, we got 300 people. Uh, 300 people 300, you've already helped? Yeah. Wow. No, 300 okay. people is registered. Registered? Yes. With, with you guys. Um, okay. Start from time until now, 
around 10 people. 10 people. When they passed away, we was, you know, just uh, help those people. And ERCC helped a lot about... uh, um, Yes, yes. Yeah, that... um, Yeah, yeah, that's a very wonderful... As we started the show earlier, and I've uh, already explained to our audience that Mr. Haji has been serving the community. And um, without a doubt, uh, you have serve the community very well especially when um, everyone is with you in your happy moments but very few people will stand with you when you're facing challenges and especially you know like funeral is the worst of the worst challenges of all and uh, Mariana got some question for Mr. Hussain as well I believe <laughs> I think I've actually asked the ones to the message about the local Kiwis. And okay, else, okay, so. okay. So, yeah. I so. ran out of questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will never run out of questions at all. Mm-hmm. And that, and I'm very excited to listen to from Mr. Hussain. And I think this is the first time it's going to be anyone who, in our show is going to sing. And I'm, I'm very certainly excited. And uh, Mr. Mushtaq um, will explain what is this Ghazal about. And uh, what language they gonna you know sing this ghazal? Thank you so much. Um, actually, this uh, ghazal is about uh, love. Mm-hmm. Actually, I believe I believe on love. Yeah. So, I I think this ghazal was sing by Lata Mangeshkar mm-hmm. from India. Right. She's a very famous singer. Yes. Right. And I will just try to sing some few words for you guys. Of course, that would be amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm. explain it what it means for our listeners or you just don't really want um, <laughs> it's very hard to explain but i can try it like you know the it's it's a love story like yeah. a girl and boy and mm-hmm. the boy asking like girl asking to the boy that mm-hmm. you can come for the last time you can hug me uh, yeah yes, maybe yes, after that we, we will meet or not what we will, will happen yes okay. that's well, yeah. this way deep yeah. I'm here with Juliana and she's very quiet today. And let me come over here and ask, how was your week, Juliana? Um, very stressful. Okay, very why stressful. is that? <laughs> um, just teachers sitting a lot of 
work to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the question that I have for you, so when you came to New Zealand and you were a kid, right? Yeah. And when you go to the school, will you be bullied by the school because you don't speak the language or you'll be like an outsider or did you f- face any kind of experience? I'm kind of really um I don't know actually how to answer this question because it really depends on what school you go to. Mhm. Not like when you came to New Zealand because definitely you don't speak the language and yeah. some some kids might face bullying in in the school. Yeah. Or all those kids were very nice to you. <laughs> um for me personally it wasn't the best experience. Okay. <laughs> but I mean kids are nice sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how did you overcome the challenge? I can see Mariana is laughing out there. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um I just kind of grew to understand that it's not them having anything against me. Mm-hmm. It's just that the cultures are really different. Yeah. So f- something that for me would be normal wouldn't be exactly normal for, for them yep. and th- the other way around. Yeah. I just kind of grew to understand their point of view, I guess. Mm. Um sometimes it is bullying, sometimes it's just misunderstanding. Yeah. But for me personally, I so my parents they actually volunteered in school. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just like stuck to them learning English with them. Right. But for kids who do go to school and they do get bullied, mm. um I guess I don't actually know what advice <laughs> to give them. Yeah, the best advice would be don't just sit there and uh, you know uh, suffer the yeah. uh, those horrible moments by themselves. Talk to your parents, yeah. talk to your teacher, talk to you the should, person. You should yeah. never suffer by mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. why New Zealand is great because a lot like people here are very kind. Yeah, um, and you can you can go to people who you trust and yeah. you can talk to them. Exactly. Just talk to them and because I think in the younger generation, the kids, uh they think that if we tell this problem to our, you know, to parents so they they'll make fun of us. And yeah, I think Mariana has it, something to say about it. It's not always as easy to talk to parents or adults. Yeah. yeah. And um you can't exactly always stand up for yourself because mm. you don't even know what they're making fun of you for because yeah. you don't understand what they're saying. Yeah. So, yeah, but just don't let it get to you. Yeah. Right, guys, with that note, uh, we're going to close this show and uh, I would like to extend my thank you from our listeners to Mr. Haji uh, and uh, Mr. Hussain for coming here and shared their wonderful 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 story and uh, uh, their story is not going to be finished here we're going to do a facebook countdown so we'll have their story from 10 to 19 we'll have one story each of them and if you guys have already liked our page in facebook ERCC in Auckland and go to facebook and just click on the like button and you'll get all the updates and also will not end there their story will not end there as well we'll have a new resident magazine coming probably coming on 20th june on the world refugee day and uh, their stories will be written in the magazine as well and uh, the new residents are coming to mangiri settlement center uh, they'll have a chance to read that and 
the other wider audience will have a chance to read their story as well. So, guys, thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week, same place, same time, and same channel. Bye-bye. was our show for this week. Take care until next Saturday. Same time 10 to 5 on Planet FM 104.6 and on the web www.plantaudio.org.nz slash reset radio.